You are listening to the Designer CEO Podcast, Episode 17. Are you struggling to do all the things and get everything done on the daily that it takes to run your fashion business? Or are you so passionate about designing and creating that it seems like you can't quite get ahead of anything else as it pertains to your business? Maybe you feel like you know where you need to get your business in order, but you just don't know how or where to get started. Getting your business organized and keeping it that way is often a challenge for many designer CEOs and their creative brains. But creating organizational strategies and processes for your business is often the needed game changer for your business to go from spinning in circles to laser focused on your next big sales driving opportunity. So I'm sharing a few of my favorite organizational strategies, how to develop a customized organizational process that works just for you and mindset tweaks to guarantee success, as well as my own favorite organizational tools. So join me for today's episode, how to get you and your fashion business organized. You're listening to the Designer CEO Podcast. Each week, strategy guru and merchandising maven, Sarah Ferens helps designer CEOs navigate the business of retail and fashion. She'll provide you with proven strategies, how-tos, business tips, and tons of expert advice from her industry friends to get your line launched and start growing your brand. If you're dreaming about designing your own line, consider her your go-to business partner. So many designer CEOs struggle to organize their businesses and life. They may not want to be boxed in by systems or processes and want to be able to stay innovative and nimble with their business. They're often focused on designing so that they just tell themselves, I really just don't have time for this. Sometimes they're chasing the next shiny object for their business and just can't get organized because the state of their business is just constantly changing. Any of these sound familiar? I know, I know. Even with the best intentions, it can be so hard to stay on top of all the things and focus on business management. But a little organization of your business can bring clarity to your vision and strategy. As a designer CEO, you need to be able to get out of the weeds to effectively lead a business. You need to be able to see the higher level strategy and up-level your thinking and often creating processes and systems help do that. They also open you up to unforeseen business opportunities because you aren't spinning anymore about what you need to get done. You've got it all done. So you can refocus your brain power on what you want to get done. It helps free up mental capacity to let your creative energy blossom because you're no longer spending all that precious time on thinking about what you need to do and pulling yourself out of the chaos you've created so you can spend more dedicated time to looking forward to the future of your business. And of course, improving your time management so you can get back to what you are really passionate about, design. I am a huge proponent of making things as simple as possible for you and your business. So devoting time to creating good organizational habits will help you streamline your business and give you more time to do what you love. 
So I'm sharing the type of organizing I'm talking about, how to get started with developing your own processes, mindset recommendations to ensure your success, and of course, a few of my own personal favorite organizational tools. Creating organization in your business can be a really personal experience. You often have certain areas that may be really easy for you to organize and others that are a bit more of a challenge. The goal of organization is not always necessarily the Monica Geller style where everything is perfectly coded and filed 10 different ways, but it is about creating a system that works for you and your business and makes your life easier. Me personally, I've always been fairly organized. Coworkers actually used to laugh at my color coding that I created for my email system. And I was always a huge proponent of list making, stemming back to watching my mom make lists for everything from her grocery list, her to-do list, to my very own chore list. I personally love systems that make my life easier, but with the disclaimer that I like when someone else shows me how to use them first. I hate spending the time to figure it out for myself. And I love planning ahead, so I'm always ready at the drop of the hat and with quick notice. I actually make it a habit to leave my desk ready for the next morning before I leave so when I come in, I don't have to think about it and I know that I'm ready to take on the day. But I also have my own share of organized chaos. I'm never sure when to get rid of items and I hate filing so they tend to collect on my desk and there's always a bit of piled up paperwork, but I do know exactly where everything is. Does this sound familiar to you? The thing is, as a creative, I know that it isn't always the easiest for you to get into that organized mindset and that you may even feel like, meh, thanks, but I'm good. But the thing is, it really will have an impact on your business. So let's get started with creating an organizational process for your fashion business. First, identify the low-hanging fruit, meaning evaluate where you really need the most immediate help. So if you've been struggling to stay on task with your design timelines to make sure your next collection is ready for market, then that would be a great place to start. Or maybe it's about creating a daily practice of posting on social media and you just aren't sure how to integrate that into your regular schedule. It could be staying on top of emails and getting back to people in a reasonable and timely manner. Whatever it is, address your biggest issue first because your effort will have the maximum impact on your business. And as you start tackling this issue, you'll also begin to develop your confidence and feel motivated and ready to take on other organizational issues in your business. Once you've identified the area that you need the most help in addressing, spend a little time researching potential solutions and best practices. Ask around to other designer CEOs. What do they do to solve the problem? or join the designer CEO community and ask us there. Spend time Googling, YouTubing, and Pinteresting systems and best practices. Once you've identified what tools or systems you need to accomplish your goal, then start brainstorming about how it will work best for you. As you start considering that, you want to then write down every single step of the process. Formulate your process. What will it take you to get that organizational task done from beginning 
to end. By writing it all down, you'll begin to give focus to your process and know exactly what you need to do to accomplish your goal. If you miss a step or two at the beginning, that's okay because you're going to hash it out as you go and you can always go back and reevaluate. Use this written documentation in the future whenever you are about to tackle the task at hand. It will provide guidance and reassurance that you know exactly what you need to do to achieve success. So as you begin to develop your own organizational process, I want you to really think about leaning into your strengths. What I mean is use your strengths to your advantage in this situation. Think about how you like to work and what you can do to translate some of those attributes to your current challenge. So if you aren't a naturally organized person, by understanding how you can help yourself be successful, it's going to make this transition so much easier. So for example, if you're a morning person, maybe you want to work through the task at hand in the morning when you're at your best. Or if you're a super visual person, which as a designer, you probably are, consider tools that are going to help you master this task through visual cues. So color coding versus just using a black pen or creating workflow boards versus lists, etc. So you also want to set time limits each day as you're just starting out. And I personally find this really helpful for tasks that I don't necessarily love doing, but need to do. So meaning giving yourself a reasonable amount of time to get the work done, but with absolute laser focus. So most times this is probably going to be under an hour where you're working uninterrupted for that hour. It helps you stay on track. And also when you do this and give yourself a couple minute breaks in between, it helps break down the work into manageable bits. So you don't get overwhelmed and start going down unnecessary rabbit holes. Hello, social media that detract from the task at hand. Ultimately, your goal is to make this transition as simple as possible on yourself by leaning into what you're already great at. And if you can do that, you're going to definitely be on the fastest track to success. Sometimes the best thing you can do is just start. I know that doesn't sound super strategic and coming from this girl, it actually probably sounds a little out there, but diving in head first can work out really well, especially when you feel like you're out of your element. So sometimes it's okay to just give it a whirl. For me personally, I really struggled with starting my Pinterest strategy. I kept putting it off and off because I didn't know exactly what I wanted my strategy to look like, how much time it was going to take me, what, when, and how often I should be posting. And so I finally just told myself to get after it, to start it, to figure it out. And honestly, just Google whatever else I didn't know. And it worked. I just started doing it and giving myself the time to spend learning and understanding what it took for me and my business, and then creating a process that aligned to what I needed it to be. By just starting, you also remove so much of that pressure to be perfect and instead just being comfortable with where you are right now and building from there. 
So you've identified the system and tools you need, you've dove in head first, and you're starting to see what you need to do to achieve success on this task. Now it's time to develop the routine. So start thinking about what you can do to continue to build this habit. Consider what frequency should you be doing this task? Is it once a week, once a month, once a quarter? How much time should you budget to achieve success? It might be three hours a week or 12 hours a month. What's a reasonable amount of time that you can budget and feel that you can achieve success? Be realistic and honestly, feel free to overpad your time estimates at the beginning if that's what you need to do. What can you do to ensure that you will be committed to this task? So should you assign a dedicated time, i.e. every third Tuesday of the month is dedicated to prepping next month's social media strategy and calendar? If so, block it off. Are there reminders that you can create on your calendar? And are you accounting for the time to add those reminders to your calendar in the future? The goal here is setting yourself up for success. So you need to do exactly what it will take for you to commit to it all and ensure that it gets done. The next step is to implement and reevaluate. As you implement your new organizational process, give it a few cycles to achieve success before you just assume it's not going to work. Hiccups are absolutely normal when starting out, and it may take you a few tries before it all sets in and you feel like you're moving forward with this new organizational strategy. As you work through each of the first few cycles, consider Is there anything you could be doing better as well as how can I improve this process next cycle? Then start making those small tweaks to improve each time after it's okay to reevaluate, to make changes and to even restart your process. If it isn't working the way you had hoped, your goal is to make this new process as simple and painless as possible. So do what you need to, to make it feel that way. Then move on to the next area that needs improvement. After a few successful cycles on your new organizational process, you are going to be well on your way to creating a habit. So pick the next area in need of organizing and start implementing through the process the way I just detailed. Next, I want to mention a few different recommendations as you are working through this process that revolve around the idea of mindset habits that I've found helpful. Meditation and reflection is a really powerful way to stay on track and address self-improvement. So carve out time during your week, even if it's just for 10 minutes, to think about the previous week and how you could have done things better to refine your organization technique and what you can do differently in the upcoming week to improve. Sometimes the simple act of just reflecting on your own progress can help you address gaps and opportunities as small as they may be to continuously improve. Don't let perfection paralyze you. So this is a big one for me personally. I am super type A, I'm a perfectionist, and I don't like starting new tasks until I feel like I can dedicate the time to do them absolutely perfectly. And over the past few years, being a small business owner of Mod Merchant, I've realized that perfection just isn't realistic. Now that's just me, but if you're an all or nothing type of person, you'll quickly find yourself procrastinating and paralyzed to move forward. So keep your expectations realistic for what you can and will achieve. 
it is very likely that you aren't going to be great at organizing at first, especially if it's not something that comes naturally to you. But remember, it's no different than learning any other new skill for your business. I mean, who's great at email marketing when they first start out other than email marketers? So be easy on yourself when things aren't feeling perfect, when they don't go as planned, or it takes you a little longer to get into the swing of things. Organization is always a work in process if you ask me. No one is perfect at it, and there's always room for improvement. Also, don't compare yourself. Sure, there are others who may be better at creating systems and processes, or maybe further along for their business and seem like they already have everything all together, but you are where you are today. All you can do is think about how you can improve for tomorrow, start there, be focused, and stay in your lane. Lastly, there are tons of tools out there that are available to entrepreneurs, and many of them are really reasonably priced or even free. So here are a few of my own favorite tools that have helped me tremendously with getting Mod Merchant organized. There's plenty more out there, but these are my own personal faves. My planner. I'm old school and I like the physical act of writing out my day. So I use a panda planner and I really like it. It breaks down into monthly, weekly, and daily schedules. And when I selected a planner, I wanted one that would have some woo-woo attributes as well as planning and scheduling. And for me, this is the perfect blend. So each day I start out by writing down my gratitudes and affirmations and then go right into the priorities of the day. I color code different areas that I have to work on. So for me, purple's podcast, blue's Facebook group, red's client work, makes it really simple and easy for me to understand what I need to do and what I need to be working on every single day. And I've even created a practice that Sunday afternoons, I like to plan my upcoming week. It lets me come into the week with a feeling of preparedness, and I know exactly what I want to accomplish, how I will get it done, and the amount of time that I've dedicated to getting it done. The next tool that I love is Asana. Asana was recommended to me by my very own business coach, and it literally changed my life. All right, that's an extreme statement, but honestly not untrue. I use it for everything, and I'm still learning ways to properly leverage its power. I use it for managing almost every single aspect of my business, from social media planning, podcast planning, client workflows, business management, you name it, I probably have an Asana board set up for it. And it gives two different kinds of views, which I love. You can choose between a list function or a board function, which is kind of like creating post-it notes and moving them around. So if you're a visual, it's a great tool for you to be able to see a visual interpretation of what you need to do. There's a free version and you can even share your boards with other users. So everyone stays on the same page. So if you have a team that you're working with, you can communicate directly through it and keep every single task right on point. I would definitely recommend using this um, for production calendars and schedules. In fact, when I realized how powerful of a tool this was, I was actually shocked to think back on my days in corporate retail and couldn't believe that larger retailers weren't leveraging this tool to create and manage their own production workflows. The next tool that I definitely recommend is a social media scheduler. 
Whether you are using Tailwind, Planoly, Hootsuite, use a scheduler for whatever channels you're on. Many of them have free versions that work fine, especially if you're just starting out. And instead of being a slave to your social media, get it to work for you by dedicating the time to plan, create, and schedule your content. Take advantage of batching because batching works. I was super skeptical at first of this, but it is a game changer because it removes that daily nagging of, Ugh, I got to post something. And by batching your work into weekly or even monthly segments, you'll end up saving a lot of time in the long run. Lastly, Google Calendar. It's simple, but super helpful for managing multiple calendars. I have different calendars that I set up for my various areas of my business, for personal, and then even just general reminders for holidays and birthdays, etc. Have them color-coded so you can keep track of your business versus personal tasks and meetings. It's a really simple tool and it really does help you streamline your business. We are all figuring out this whole entrepreneurship thing, and it takes time to figure out the organizational systems and processes processes that are going to have the greatest impact. The thing is that you don't have to be super organized. Everyone is different and on different wavelengths and function better at various levels, but acknowledging the need for improvement and taking steps toward a more organized business is a benefit in the long run. You can't create in chaos. You can't create with a foggy brain in mind that's pulling in all different directions. So do yourself a favor and start creating your organizational strategy. You need to do what works for you and your business, but that's sustainable in the long run. Creating systems and processes that you have little intention or capability of keeping doesn't make sense. That becomes a huge waste of time and resources that are better spent elsewhere. Achieving success comes from starting small and taking baby steps to improve your own business's organization, systems, and processes. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to today's episode. interested in learning more about the designer CEO podcast, Mod Merchant, or me, visit the Mod Merchant website at www.modmerchant.net, where you'll find tons of resources, blog posts, and downloads for your fashion brand business. Thanks so much for listening.